G'day and welcome to the Art of War podcast. I'm here with Daniel, hey guys. and Nick Spence, myself. Cool. And today we're going to talk about how we came across our name, Dan. How did we yeah, get here? Yeah, there's something, uh, something new about the podcast, the name. Yeah. And yeah, really excited to, to finally have one. So, yeah. Over the last couple of days, we got some comments on our yep. stuff, uh, some name suggestions, and yep. we went through and uh, we... Had, had a look. So... We did have a really good one from Alex Becker. He suggested Solana's soul, fu- soul food, Fendel's heart, and Good Morning Raid, which yeah. I really like that last and one. We also had someone uh, else just before then uh, also give one for um, Gambler's Glove. Yeah. Which was uh, kind of go play along on Dice Jar, which yeah. was pretty good. So we like that one too. Yeah. So good. that one was left by Ian McDurries. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you for leaving that in. He's the other slash Australian. Classic. Uh, so, anyway, the week's been. Um, yeah, so. We got Blitz Decks last Friday. Yeah, yeah. So. We've been messing around with them. Yeah, so, definitely. So. Um, initial thoughts? They're really good fun. Um, they do work quite well out the box, and you can definitely play against each other. But um, some of them were a bit stronger than others, I found. So. We found Chain and Bolton to be the best ones, with Prism kind of in the middle of the pack and Levia being the weakest by um, by a margin, I'd say. Yeah. But um, they're all playable, and if you want to give the different heroes a go, I'd recommend any of them. They, you know? they all give you the experience that you need yeah. for the hero. They, they, yeah. they, they, they give, teach you the fundamentals yeah, that the heroes yeah. want to do they, anyway. They definitely give you the idea of what that hero should be yeah. and how they should play. And, of course, if you want to play that hero in Blitz, you want to upgrade them, you're going to want those mentor cards yeah. and the rainbow foil young hero. So they're not a bad pickup at all. Yeah. Um, really, really good start for each of them. Good equipment. Used. Yeah, good yeah. Equipment. Although not, you ju- do... not just Monarch equipment. you got, like... Um, you get Goliath yeah. Gauntlet and the Levier one. You get Snapdragons and yeah, um, yeah. Prism, right? Yeah, you, yeah. You do want to bring some raid equipment oh, because no, some yeah. of the slots are taken up by like spellwood equipment, yeah. and against some classes, like especially some of like the raid classes and um, some of the other monarch classes, you don't really need that spellwood. Yeah, you don't. Yeah. So you want like Snapdragons or. Even just an eye rot sometimes. So that that was kind of my initial thoughts. They played really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I felt they were a lot more, um, uh, like, intent on one thing, focused, yeah, focused, focused, on, focused than the I original feel like that's like starter decks were. Like the um, the original ones, which were all focused on largely on the effects, right? Like so yeah, the display. Yeah, so the Dorinthy deck was a reprise deck. Yeah. And the, the Brute deck was an Intimidate deck going back to the, and the Bravo Welcome was with the Dominate, dominate deck. Yeah. yeah. But I kind of felt like they had a bit of a, more of a, a mishmash of cards. Yeah. I think with the um, with the new mental cards, the new Rainbow Foils, they just feel like more of a package that yeah. you can get into and start with. Yeah. Um, and they play against each other quite well. Yeah. So, yeah, but we did think, because there are definitely some improvements that you can make to them. There's definitely something like uh, early improvements that you can make for the yeah, decks um, that would definitely help yeah, yeah, a little and, bit more. And some of these cards that we're going to suggest as improvements are just commons from other sets you should be able to pick up. Yeah. Pretty, some of them are also uh, Majestics that are quite common to float around at the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. They're like, most of them are generics that most people should yeah, have in their yeah, position. Or, 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 or just class cards. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the first deck we'd like to talk about is the Levy deck, which yeah. I think needs the most help of the few. So the um, the deck comes with a lot of cards that don't block at all. Yeah. So you've got your Smash with Big Trees, your um, uh, Dreadwood Rumblers, yeah, Dreadwood, Dread, Dreadwood Rumblers, which don't block, and you have two Blood Oaths in there. Yeah. You also have um, oh, something else that doesn't block in there. It's like they're, they're, I think there's like eight or nine cards in total in there that yeah, don't just block. Twelve, 12 cards that don't block. Oh, 12 cards? Yeah. yeah okay. So that's quite a lot for a Blitz deck if you're running 40 cards total. So yeah, roughly you get one card that doesn't block per hand yeah. plus. Yeah. So... Uh, I had a game where I was playing against uh, a Bolton, and in the last three draws of the game, 50% of my hand couldn't block. Yeah. So I drew them all at the end, and I, that game is just over. So yeah. definitely one of the first ways you can improve that deck is adding in more cards that can block. Yeah. Block for three as well. So the the first a card... first good, and the, I think the best one 
to go in there straight off yeah, the bat. Classic blue wrecker romp. Blue wrecker romp. What a good card. That was everything. Blocks yep. for three, blue, yep. Yep. and springs for six. Yeah, yeah. So it's a. Uh, so it's so, all the, the nail points that the deck needs, really. Yeah. So blue wrecker romp is a two cost attack that comes in for six, discards a random card from your hand, and has three block. Yep. So it does everything you want. Um, Blue six blocks are going to be six attack cards that are just going to be really important in this deck. Yeah. Um, so one of the other cards that we were thinking that you could trade out is the I've got the exact name of it. Um, the card where you discard an additional card to give it plus three defense. It's got two block. Oh, the rally. Rally the rear guard. Rally That's the rear it. guard. Yeah. Yeah. There are four four rally the rear guards in the deck. Two red, two blue, um, and they're kind of cards that just play in the deck so you can get away with running so many non-blocks, but just don't run them in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> they, yeah, they, yeah. Keep the, keep the Dread Rumblers in the deck because they're, they're good on the attack, but I, you definitely want to take out the Blood Oath for the, for the Blue Wrecker Romps and the, um, the Rally the Regards. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the Rally Rear Guards you replace with like either Pack Hunt or Smash Instinct yep. from comments from Welcome to Yeah, Rave. Pack Hunt or Smash Instinct would be a really yep. good choice to go in there. Um, Savage Feast, I could see Savage Feast making yeah. an entry into the deck. So if you are going to play really heavily on action points, then Savage Feast is really good because you can discard a card, draw a card, and then do something else. So it works well if you can do, um, do Savage Feast into then a Dread Screamer, draw a card, and then pitch and club yeah. for like tons of damage so yeah so yeah um and then going into like more majestics a really obviously powerful one that i would pick would be art of war that's what we spoke about last week two the two most powerful majestics that can go straight away into the deck that should be in the deck is art of war and blood rush bellows two cards that just enable the deck to do what it meant to do straight off the bat yeah Yeah. art of war name of the podcast um, now is yeah fantastic card yeah. definitely goes in these kind of brute decks that want to attack and then attack with something else another good card that is actually not on our list but it's beast within beast <coughs> within is is a must play yeah, i feel yeah so if you can discard beast within you, know, you can banish cards from the top yeah so you can hit us um the six plus that you hit will draw but it's still just quite good card value for a brute yeah. deck well the six so, plus that you banish and then get to put into your hand also triggers Livia's effect because it goes to the banish zone. She checks on oh, banish entry. Do you get to do you banish it? So no, before so you draw it, it? no, so it's revealed banish and then. Oh, okay. So it still triggers her ability. Yeah, so, oh, that's really good so then. Beast within puts it into the banish zone. Once it hits the banish zone, it Livia checks. checks for attack value, and then you draw it as yeah. well. Okay, cool. So yeah, um, so if yeah, if you didn't quite understand what just what we're talking about, um. It basically... Livia turns off your blood debt if yeah. a 6 plus attack gets hit into the banish zone. Yeah. Since you'll be wanting to play a lot of 6 plus attacks in the deck, yeah. when you send Best Within to the graveyard outside of the combat chain... From uh, uh, from uh, the ability of an action yeah. card. It reveals the top card of your deck, banishes it then. If it yeah. is a 6 plus attack... Then it, then it goes to your hand. And as take you one it. life. Or take one life damage and repeat the yeah, process yeah. until so, you hit a 6 plus attack. So yeah, so you do get that banish trigger yeah. from Livia. Which, which is really is, good. Which is really useful. Yeah. Um, and then for like a slightly more expensive pick, um, for when you want to really level up your Blitz gameplay, is Carrion Husk. Carrion's Husk is going to be... Carrion Husk, sorry. It's going to be one of those cards that yeah. saves the game... Like mid game, uh, yep. you'll expose the turn from your opponent, and you'll be able to throw it away. Yep. Uh, you'll be able to throw Skullcap away. You'll be able to throw Scabskins away, and yeah, even yeah. Ironheld, and be able to block out like almost fifteen plus damage. Yeah, and then your next turn is we want to be really explosive. Yep. So, um, uh, if you don't know, Karen Husk is the new Shadow Legendary from Monarch. Yep. It lets you. It has Blood Debt, and it lets you block six. Yeah. So. Um, it can really like help you on a crucial turn when you need three or four cards in your hand. You can block with your carrion husk, keep more cards in your hand, try and come back stronger. Um, 
and in blitz i think it's it's, it's 13 health if you have less than 13 health it just it, dies it, at the it end of the just turn. breaks right so you yeah. want to use it fairly early yeah which is it's good because you can like uh you can sort of get away with like first two turns of not using it and then like third or fourth yeah it's probably where when you're you want to actually it. try and put some pressure back on yeah and that's yeah. when yeah that's where you want to take the momentum of the game yeah at that and point. And it's kind of good because it lets you take it still in those first few turns, try and put an Art of War in Arsenal or get three counters. Yeah. Um, and get just, a Blood of a Spell already. Yeah, exactly, right? So you can set up that big turn when you do block with the Karen Husk. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Blood, Blood of a Spell is going to be really good. We didn't actually go over why that's going to be good. Yeah. It's because um, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, so you play it. Uh, you pitch a card, you discard a random card, you're most likely going to have six six cost cards in your hand. It has to have, you need to discard a card with six power more, because yeah. otherwise it ends your turn. Yeah. So you, so. Usually you will have that in hand, your hand will be sculpted yeah. to have that, right? Yeah. Uh, you'll discard, and then you'll draw two, and then you can go end, oh well, you don't have to end the chain, because uh, Blood Rush yeah. Battle yeah. goes straight to the graveyard, as does the six plus card that you discarded. Yeah. Which means in your graveyard, then has fodder already for yeah. your... Yeah. Um, so, yeah. three random cards. Yeah, Blood Rush Bellows is draw two cards. Uh, so if you um, if you discard a card with six plus power, your Brute Attacks gets plus two and go again. Yeah. Um, and the, the card itself has go again, so it doesn't yeah. end your turn. Yeah. So it lets you have these massive turns on Brute. It's been a big yeah. driving force for every Brute deck. So card is a powerhouse, and it shouldn't be any different in Another card Levia. I can see making it into the decks, but not really needing to be in the decks. Cards that all right, um, like um, yeah, um, God, it's gone from my head. Um, the intimidate one, zero cost, block for turn equipment. Um, I'm not sure what you're about. No, no, the one the card you play, and it's like uh, intimidate, and then it's like if the it gets the next attack. Oh, okay. Uh, um, barraging like, beatdown. Yeah, barraging beatdown. That's right. Barraging, just went from here. Bar- barraging beatdown. Like, yeah. I feel like yellow and blue can make into the deck. I don't yeah. think red makes in the deck. The deck doesn't really want to intimidate, but it's yeah. not a bad you, thing you to have. You do have to be a bit careful with those long attack actions yeah. when you start adding more of them in. I know um, Brute likes to play. Yeah. Just Rhino likes to play all six copies of barraging beatdown and blitz. Yeah. Because the card is really good, but here you. I feel like you can get away with you need to two, banish two blues. your six plus attacks. Yeah. So I feel like you can get away with two blues because resource blocks for three. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually like a card that you can start off yeah, with as a resource card if you're not. Yeah. Yeah. And another big name card um, that uh, we don't think is so important because there's now a really good budget option is um, scabskin leathers. Yeah. So n- now with uh, new with monarch we have who's the shadow beast, which can. When uh, it triggers when you banish a six attack or yeah. more card, you can use it to get an extra action point. Yeah. So in Blitz, um, it's going to let you get that extra action point more consistently on the turn you need it than Scabskin yeah. Leathers. So I actually think the card is really good and that yeah. Scabskin Leathers is slightly lower down on the priority list. Yeah. Not to say Scabskin Leathers isn't a good card. It is a very good yeah. card, highly playable, but yeah. you also don't want to be rolling a one... Yeah, Wing. Levy is going to be brutal, right? Because you yeah. have your blood debts. If you're ending your turn prematurely, those blood debts are going to deal damage to you. Yeah, and you don't want to roll double ones and then take ten damage and lose the game. That's yeah. That's uh. I feel like <laughs> it's pain. Also, I feel like if you are playing scabskin, you sort of have to play gambler's gloves, which is another slot that doesn't yeah. defend. Whereas if you play the hooves, you can get away with playing the iron iron hide arms. Yeah. Which block for two, which you probably is want to play Goliath Gauntlet. You probably do want to play Goliath Gauntlet for the just, extra damage, which is still better than playing Gambler's Gloves because <laughs> yeah. it just feels like an empty slot that you're only rolling once. But yeah. yes, Scavskin's yeah. not bad, but yeah, you're risking yeah. a lot in Blitz by rolling a one yeah. really badly. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check out the um, the Levia um, Blitz deck. It's like a really good starting point yeah. for this kind of build. And up next, we have uh, the one I enjoyed the most playing. Right out the box was chain, so this deck felt this deck felt fucking amazing. Yeah, like, this deck I, feels good. Yeah, I felt like it could actually beat like a properly built blitz deck if you drew well on it. Like it felt strong. I don't know. It feels. It does feel good. I don't know. I think I feel like it's a bold statement for it. Um, the deck is just consistent. Like aggro, go yeah. wide. It's to me. It's. Yeah. What we need to counter decks like Ira, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, some of the harder control decks. Yeah. So, 
Um, the way chain works is that when you use his ability to give a rune blade or shadow action go again, he creates a soul shackle token, which has at the start of your turn banish a card from the top of your deck, and you play lots of cards that you can play from your banish zone. Yep. So as the game goes longer, your hand is getting bigger because you get to access all these banished cards. Um, with blood debt on them to play them so you're kind of like an aggro deck that takes it slow the first few turns building up its power and then the fourth through seven eighth turn you're just all at it yeah um and the deck just becomes a monster and you're dealing arcane damage and physical damage um really 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 hard to block against Yeah, yeah definitely um so if you're a newer player i would really recommend the chain deck because it's a lot of fun really fluid lots of decisions and it's not too difficult to pile up yeah just make sure you're making a soul shackle token every turn and decking out before you die <laughs> if you're not um, making a soul shackle token you're playing it wrong um some cards that would go good into this um so the the first one we had is shadow of ursa which is a majestic isn't it yeah yeah it? so it's a blue cost three block card that attacks for two you can it has blood debt and you can play it from your banish zone and it reads, um, you may banish a sh- shadow card from your hand. If it has blood debt, then the card gains go again. Yeah. So it's just a really good blue. Um, some of the blues in the deck are a bit average. Yeah. So just replace them with this much higher quality blue. Yeah. Just so you can keep 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 guessing on. Another card to go on the list is uh, pretty self-explanatory for anyone that knows the card. Uh, Vexing Malice. Uh, it's currently got one red in the deck. Uh, you want to bump it up to two. You definitely want to play two because it deals it deals three physical damage, right? Yeah, and, and then two arcane. It's two arcane, and it's uh, one cost. One cost. Yeah, three that's block. Right. Three block. So it's just really great. good aggressive card, and it's just yeah. it's what the deck wants to do. Um, and another card that we've got that's pretty interesting is Dement. Dimensional Gateway, spelt with double X's. Yeah. So this is a one-cost Runeblade action, and this one really um, jumped out to me as a really powerful include in this in this yeah. deck, and in Constructed as well, actually. So it has... Uh, would you like to... It, it only blocks two, but its effect is pretty good. Uh, so up three, you know, look at the top three cards of your deck, rearrange them in top or bottom in any order of your yep. choice. Um, and then it says, reveal the top card of your deck. If the card is a Runeblade card... Deal one arcane damage to the opposing hero. Yep. If it's a shadow card, you may banish it. So ideally, you want to choose uh, one that is a Runeblade shadow card in the list <laughs> so that you get both effects off. But yeah. It just enables having something to play from your banish yeah, straight like, away. To, to me, this reads, pay one, play it, look at the top three, pick one of those cards, draw it, deal one arcane damage. Yeah. <laughs> like... Like, pretty much. Basically, yeah. Like, and it just seems insane. Like, it just seems so powerful. Definitely um, chuck up, chuck two of them in the deck, I think. Because yeah. you just want to be a bit more consistent, um, just a bit bit higher damage output, and this kind of card helps you get there. Um, it makes your early turns a little bit better, too. Yeah. So, um, another card is, you want to swap some of the blues out for more Seeds of Agony. Yeah, Seeds yeah. of Agony is a great card, and I think you should be playing six copies. You really. sh- should be playing six copies, especially on yeah. blitz. So, um, yeah, a lot of the runeblade attack actions are um, contingent on you playing a non-attack action first. Yeah, um, to play them from the banish zone and, and what have you. Um, so you want these really cheap non-attack actions like Seeds of Agony, like Dimensional Gateway, to to get these attacks out there. Yeah, and Seeds of Agony is amazing. It's Zero cost, and uh, the blue one, the next zero cost attack action you play, of which there's quite a few in the deck, j- gets um, deals deals one arcane deal and one, gets deal, go again, right? Uh, no, no, it, no, it doesn't it. It just deals one, one arcane, arcane damage, yeah. but that's like quite a lot. So it just adds one arcane damage to your thing, and then yeah. like yellow is one cost and red is yeah, yeah. two cost. And yeah. you can crucially play it from your banish zone. Yeah. So it's like you can pitch them early and just stack them in the late game, so you can deal three lots of one arcane damage at the end of the game just to really yeah. put the pressure on your opponent um the next card to swap out is there's a couple of sleeping uh, shadows in the deck they're not a bad card but you could just swap it with shadow puppetry which is yeah, yeah. a shadow card that's <laughs> so, a little bit so better. we've read sleeping shadow and it's a three cost lets you play gives your next attack action plus one and go again um 
plus uh, plus one and above uh, plus one to three i think it is because it's in different colors yeah and then it gives it go again so like you could you could add it onto command and conquer in theory yeah make yeah command and conquer seven or nine and then yeah. have it, have oh, it go so again. you could play it from the banish zone that yeah. was the upside of it but you just compare it to shadow puppetry which is a zero cost as you said it's a majestic so it's a bit more expensive yeah but it's a zero cost um, non-attack action that just gives your next rune blade or shadow action um, plus one attack and go again and yeah. if it hits you may put the top card into your banish zone yeah so that card just seems way better sure yeah. you can't play it from your banish zone but it just seems stronger in general just yeah. better better use of a card yeah and next up we have is uh warrior talk about bolton how do you feel about bolton the deck so funny story um I played against him a couple times. I got completely smashed. Um, I was playing Leviathan, so I found it really hard to block him. Yeah. It's because of the amount of non-blocks in the deck. And then I also got beat on Prism. And on Chain, I managed to combo out and kill him. But he did seem like a really, really strong deck. And I wasn't really exactly sure how to play against it. Yeah. And then when I had my turn playing against I was playing against a Chain deck. So I was kind of under pressure. And maybe I was drawing the deck in halves. But I felt like... Either I was getting lots of ways to charge my soul and no ways to spend them. Yeah. So my opponent would just take my attack, not block it. I wouldn't have a way to pump it, no way to give it go again through my yeah. hero ability. And then I would just die to the to the aggro chain, right? Yeah. But um, so I think maybe the primary way the deck could be better is if you had more ways to buff your attacks so that you can force the go again through your hero ability. Yeah. Um, so one Stuff of like Stroke of Foresight would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, Stroke of Foresight's weapon only. Uh, yeah, so, it, it enables enables your weapon straight off the bat. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, one of the main ones I thought would be good would be cards like Sharpen Steel. Yeah. So um, zero cost, give your weapon plus three. So it's like really low commitment. Come in for five with your axe then you give it go again and come in with something else and that's already quite a good turn off um just like two energy yeah pretty much um or you know nature's path pilgrimage i think is pretty good in this deck just because you can actually have a really good chance of hitting an action off the top yeah because it's super action heavy uh i thought there were enough ways perhaps too many ways to charge your soul in the deck I feel like there was more ways to charge your soul than there was to go again. So, like, you'd yeah. play an attack action, charge your soul, but you wouldn't have go again. Yeah. And you'd be like, oh, well. Yeah. I've got six cards sitting under my hero, but I can't do anything with them. Yeah. Ah. So, um... One way to make the deck was better is to play... Oh, I can't remember what the card is called. Uh, it's... Oh, what is it? Just try and describe what it does. So, it's one of the ones that, uh... If I think like blue does two, yellow does three, and then the red does four, and it charges, as an additional cost, you may charge your soul, and if you have charged your soul this turn, it has go again. It's something you uh, want to play. Take flight, is it? I think it's take flight, yeah. Yeah. And you want to play, you definitely want to play all six of that. Yeah, so there actually comes a four in the deck, I think. Yeah, the, the reds and the yellows. Yeah. There are the reds and the yellows of take flight in the deck, so it has, yeah, if you charge can go again i think that card is super important there's another card um that has a similar effect called battlefield blitz so yep. battlefield blitz is a one cost for five so pretty good rate and it has if you've charged it has go again yeah so i think you want to find a way to play like take flight or some other card that charges that forces a block and then come in for for five with yeah. the battlefield blitz um so yeah, um, and there are some really other good warrior cards that you can get. Uh, Beacon of Victory, I think, is a really big one. Yeah. Because it lets you get, it does everything. It lets you plus your attack so you can give things go again. It lets you charge your hero and it helps you get damage over and it searches cards as well. Yeah. Like the, the card's insane. Um, a second V of the Vanguard. I felt that whenever I had V of the Vanguard played against me, I lost. Yeah. Because... Um, the card lets you charge gives plus one to everything on that combat chain for the cards you've charged yeah so you can charge one card go x for three something um x for four because it gets plus one from the previous one and then something else for something plus one and yeah. it's just like brutal and then you 
chuck the gallantry gold on top of that or yeah yeah it's crushing um yeah so i think if i were to go back i would play the matchups a little bit differently like i would just let my opponent hit me and charge their soul yeah because it's, like, it's not really too much stress when yeah. they're not really going it's when you start blocking that like, they can get the advantage yeah eh? um and really punish you Kind of, kind of similar to Classic Warrior, just yeah. with, just with attack actions, um, but definitely a really cool deck that I'd recommend. And the mentor for this deck is really good. Yeah. So whenever I had Minerva played against me, I lost. Yeah. Because it's, um, she gets plus one to your weapons until they've hit three times, basically. Yeah. And then you get Via the Vanguard put into your arsenal, which is the best card in your deck. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that card is nuts. Um, definitely put it in your warrior decks. Another one that's really good is um, is uh, going back is the the Kane <coughs> mentor. It yeah, is really yeah. Good so chain, sorry. He does um, Kane <laughs> chain. I don't know how to pronounce these made it, up it's, words. It's definitely chain. I just like to call him Kane. Convince James, James Kane. White says you can call the heroes whatever you want to next. So call him call him Kane all you like. I'm gonna call him Kane. Okay. But yeah, so his one, uh, every time you play uh, Runeblade, non-attack action, or attack action, yeah. uh, deal one arcane, arcane damage to the opposing heroes. Oh, to all heroes. Oh, to all so heroes. It, it does so damage even, to you as well. Yeah, which is but, okay. It's but not... you're so aggressive, I don't think you care. Yeah. You just want to kill kill your opponent dead, so. Um, also going back a little bit further, the Brute one lets you banish the top card of your deck, um, and if it's a six power, your current attack ends dominate. So it yeah. triggers on an attack. So it's just like an extra way to get more damage over and help trigger your ability. I'm a bit underwhelmed by that one, to be honest. Yeah, but, I am too. But she has some of the best artwork, I think, of, of the three. Yeah. I think the brute one looks really cool. Yeah. Um, next up is Prism, eh? Oh, gosh. This deck was really interesting. So this deck is... It's more or less like just one attack. Uh, yeah. It's I feel like the Bravo deck's, the set. Yeah, I feel like this deck suffers a lot without having its legendary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, its legendary enables a lot for it because without its legendary, you just block with a six plus attack, and then yeah. it turns over. Really, um, yeah. It's not a bad deck. Um, it definitely needs more uh, phantasms. It definitely read phantasms to just bump up its attack. Yeah. Um, I thought like. So, um, friend of ours, Liam, actually played a Prism Blitz mirror match, and he said the matchup was awful, um, because basically you both swing at each other, and it's impossible to keep three cards, because your attacks are so big and they don't block each other, and he says that the matchup can, um, really comes down to Phantasmify. Yeah. So Phantasmify is a, um, rare... It costs one, and the red gives plus five, and turns your attack into a yeah. phantasm. And basically, this was the way you got over and did your your big turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you want to bump that up to two of, and probably add the yellows in as well. Just puts yeah, on extra pressure. Like yep. The next card is um, blinding beams. Uh, yeah. So the I don't actually think there's any in the deck, right? No, there's not. It's definitely a, it's a it's a light light instant that um. Cost two. Cost two? Yeah. Cost two and... Um, cost one, right? I think it costs one. It might cost one. I, I think like it, co I think it, it costs one, because it costs one less if the opposing hero is a shadow hero. And it's yeah, it makes, it, it, makes free. it free. Yeah. yeah. So it costs one, and um, it basically just drops the attack down by... Uh, yeah. If it's red, it drops it down by three. If it's blue, uh, yellow, it drops it down by two. And yeah. So it basically means you can swing in with your herald, and then if they go, oh, I'm going to block for six and destroy this. Yeah. Blinding beam it, make it the attack less, and yeah, yeah, doesn't block gets it. your attack over the top, right? And it's gonna be like, it makes the Levia matchup actually like a bit possible. <laughs> Otherwise, I think you just lose. Yeah, just because you you get blocked, you basically have to play against three hard hands the entire game. Yeah, well, gets yeah. big stompy. It's not yeah. not ideal, but uh, the next card was um, add six Herald of Triumphs. So it's a it's a rare, and you want to play as many of them as you can. So it's a uh, um, it gives minus one to your opponent's attack when they're defending it. Yeah. So this makes your opponent's break point six power cards five power cards, yeah. which doesn't break your phantasms. Yeah. And when it hits, you put it into your soul. Yeah. So it does like 
One, it's a big attack. Two, puts things into your soul. And three, it makes it harder to block. So, it does everything, really. Um, Super. The other card you want to play, I think it is, is it it's Merciful Retribution, which is the, the aura instant that yeah. drops your attack down by two. Yeah, so there's one in the deck, and I really enjoyed using it. Um, in the first game I played was Prism Against Chain. I was on Prism, and I had Merciful Retribution in the arena, which has... Whenever it or an aura you control is destroyed, you deal one arcane damage to your opponent. Yeah. Posing here. I had a spectral oh, yeah, shield so on board. Yeah. And then I played I got attacked for five. And then I played Prismatic Shield, which is a rare that creates three more spectral shields. Yeah. And then I let my spectral shields block and die and then did five arcane damage to my opponent on their turn, killing them. Yeah. So it was like that was sweet. Oh, which one am I thinking of that drops their their attack when they announce an attack? It's O to Wrath, and they announce an attack, and it drops their attack down by. Uh, uh no. no, there's another one. Uh, it's Parable three. of Humility. Ah, uh, yeah. So yeah. I think it only drops attack. It's like one or on two on your right? turn, right? No, so it drops their attack <coughs> down permanently when they attack or defend. By Whenever one. they're defending or attacking with a card, it has oh, wow. this attack. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but, but yeah, you definitely want that. Um, a prismatic Shield, you definitely want to up the reds of that. That's a yeah. card that you definitely want to play two of. Uh, just being able to create three Spectral three Shields, shields yeah. for a fleet cost is yeah. so efficient in the deck. I do also kind of think you want to get your hands on a Luminaris, yeah. which is the, the alternative weapon for Prism. Yeah. Um, and then upping your yellow count and dropping your blue count a bit. Just I think that weapon is a lot better than yeah. the token weapon, just because it's, it's very a, cost lot, heavy. a lot easier to swing with. Yeah. Um, the benefit of the current weapon is that your opponent can never take a turn off against you because they're going to get swung at for four with your token and come in for seven or eight. Yeah. Um, but I think Prismaris might be a bit more consistent just because the token you have, you're going to be able to attack with every turn um, and you're going to be able to defend it easier. The other one is another card is a Phantom, Phantasm Chlasm. Yeah. Which is... is uh, a red uh, majestic that attacks for nine, um, but it also has the added effect. Uh, does it block for three? Mm. It blocks for three. It costs three. Yeah. But it also has the added effect of looking at your opponent's hand, choosing a card for them to discard, and then yeah. draw another card. Yeah. And we all know how good card X is. How about your opponent doesn't have that, and it's instead on the bottom of their deck? <laughs> yeah. You know? Look at the hand, you just get free information, so you already yeah. know what they're probably going to be doing next turn outside of what's not in their arsenal. And yeah, you go, man, this would probably be pretty good. You just get to pick the best card from their hand or a six attack power card and just put it on the bottom so I can't yeah. block you. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, definitely makes a deck stronger. Yeah. Uh, another card that could should see a lot of play in uh, a Sentinel build is um, Glisten. Glisten yeah. is going to be very good. Glisten Reed is very good. Uh, being able yeah. to distribute four plus one counters onto your Sentinel yeah. Shields, and then during the end phase, they turn to not yeah. permanents. So this, this deck that we were thinking of would function very differently to the Blitz deck that you get in the box. Yeah. Basically, you play Luminaris, and then you make a token earlier on in the game, and then you Glisten it, and then you just defend really heavily and then only and then attack them back with a token and you want to stack glistens on it so it's a zero cost coming for six zero cost coming for eight um with all the glistens that you're putting on it and you're just blocking everything out like you um because the weapon costs zero to attack with you can block four cards yeah and you're playing all your defense reactions um so i think that's a really interesting deck that could see play though it's going to be slightly weak against uh any kind of ninja just because they're going to be harder to block Without leaking damage, yeah. Yeah. Um. So that that was. Thanks for the blitz here. That's a for for the blitz heroes. Um. Once we get Monarch Unlimited and we spend more time with deck testing. Um, yeah, we'll definitely bring some of our decks and yeah. and builds that actually perform. Yeah. Um, that we know work. So definitely look forward to that. Um. Yeah. Something to look forward is that we actually have an upcoming Blitz skirmish event. Yes. In Dunedin. So on the 19th of June, we have the Dice Jar Blitz Skirmish. Yeah. So definitely really exciting. Yeah. some really sweet prizes. Yes, yes. I believe it's uh, 
the top eight it's all the adult here uh all the young heroes in yep. golf world so you for from monarch so yeah there'll be two of each floating around that day um there's also two, two command and conquer mats um yeah and there's also rainbow foil tokens for the shadow the shadow allies demon shadow allies yeah yeah which is pretty cool yeah, which which call for hero would you pick if you got a choice oh Either Livia or Prism, to be quite honest. Yeah, Livia and Prism would also be my first pick. So Prism first, and then Livia. No offense to Kane. No offense to Kane. I don't like the way he looks. You don't. <laughs> he, he just makes me think of like Meatloaf versus like the Undertaker. I kind of like. like no, I actually got like, that oh, exact no. vibe. That's like, exactly what they were going for. They're like, you yeah. know what? He's a bad out of hell. Definitely a bad out of hell. That's for sure. Another thing to take note of is next weekend down here in Dunedin, we have the Crucible winner case at Dice Jar. Um, I'd do anything for love, but I won't pick you in cold foil. (laughs) I won't do that. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that's going to be exciting. Uh, First place gets a full case sealed of first edition yeah, yeah. crucible of war uh there'll be that's a, that's a big the 23rd prize. is the saturday i believe if i'm correct yeah um, 22nd saturday. 23rd is the yeah 22nd is the saturday so they'll be then uh and then to follow it on the 23rd megazone have 20, their oh, this is the month after no so, this is oh no yeah, this so, this is this is next week this is, oh, next, this is next week, week. holy yeah. crap all right. Next week at Megazone um, after their Crucible winner case. So. You heard it first. Daniel Real doesn't know the order of the months. <laughs> yeah. he, he reckons it's June, May, July. I mean, yeah. not to argue, but... Uh, uh, yeah, so Megazone have their skirmish event, but their skirmish event is sealed with first edition Monarch. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy. And then top eight is draft with first edition Monarch. Ooh. That's, so, that's going to be really cool. If you make top eight... It's it's nine packs. Play hard. Nine yeah. packs to play from. Same prizes. Uh, but, you know, that Crucible winner case, oh, that's a lot of money. I want to wanna play my best for that. <laughs> yeah. That is a big, big prize. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be constructed. Yeah, so they'll be constructed. So really, that. really yeah. exciting. Definitely check out the new meta that event. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. I wonder if yeah. uh, are you gonna are you gonna play a new hero or are you just gonna go for an oldie? Gosh, and I don't just know. It, up? it depends how much time we get to play with the new cards, really. Well, so. it's it's a week away, so I mean, it's oh gosh, probably just a current deck, eh? <laughs> yeah, I think a current deck, and I might spice it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, probably Bravo with some Rouse the Ancients added in, um, which uh, uh, the spoiler, we'll, we'll talk about Ironhide a bit later. Armor. Yeah. Um, so that's coming, yeah. and then gosh, lots of cool things coming up. Like two weeks after that, I believe, is the the, the callings for Auckland, and then the week after it's calling for the Melbourne, yeah, which will also all have sealed first edition. Yep. Um, Unfortunately, we won't make it to those events, but they sound really yeah. exciting. So, uh, for the people that are going to those events, I think you'll yeah. have a blast. Yeah. Something like 150 seats for the Auckland one just sold out yeah, in three I, minutes. Yeah, which that's is crazy. A, that's crazy. That that is. In itself, bigger than the last calling, which yeah. happened. No, that's exactly the same size as the last. It's the same calling. size. Yeah. Wow. So that so that they still have room for other ones, other seats. I think they think they still have like another hundred tickets up there. So wow. So the blitz calling that happened earlier this year was one hundred and fifty people. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of flesh and blood players. Yeah. Hopefully, there's no uh, round three. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 system and delayed for a couple of yeah. hours. Because they made that's... for a very long day last time. <laughs> maybe that's um, maybe the call, we'll have a calling story time at some point um, with someone that went with us. But yeah, um, it sounds like it's going to be a very long day if you're getting more than 150 people. Yeah, coming. Yeah, I mean, well, we were there from 9 a.m. to, to, to like basically one, one in the morning, yeah. right? So we we stayed from the start to the end. Yeah, it was yeah. a very 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 long, long day. day. Yeah. Man, it's crazy, isn't it, to think. When we, when we, when we went to Nationals, there were like 60, 70 people. Yeah. And then the calling... No, it was, was like 80 to 90. 80 to 90? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then this calling, recent calling we had in 150. January, 150. And now we're getting 150 sold out in three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder how geez. well the Melbourne one's doing, to be honest. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how big the game is in Australia. Yeah. Because I think there's um and how they're coping with 
are not 100% on the COVID situation over there. Yeah. Are they They're like in and out? Like certain areas just go yeah. in and out from what I understand. I, I understand they have like um, state lockdowns and stuff. Yeah. But in some places. Yeah. So ho- hopefully the stars align and lots of Australian players will be able to congregate and in the yeah. flesh and blood and play. Um, but yeah, definitely really exciting. Lots of cool events happening. Um, around also happening between between our Crucible Winter Caves and our first skirmish event and the callings. In between then is the the charity event for um, Cancer Drive for Kale's father. Yeah. Which is hosted by Matt Rogers and Nick Butcher. Yeah. So Ka- that's, um, I believe that starts on the 27th? 27th. Cool. Oh, the 27th of May? I don't mean. Pretty sure it's the 27th of May. Yeah, it's def- def- definitely. A... They're doing very well. I believe they've raised almost $40,000. $40,000. Yeah. Wow. They, they were, they're only thinking they might get like five to 7000 originally. Wow. They're already... That's incredible. Yeah, this community is crazy. Yeah, yeah massive shout out to the community and um, anyone that has worked to support these charity events and auctions it's a, a really cool thing to see that you know we're yeah. giving back to the people around us so yeah. definitely have a look into that we'll be sure to leave the links in the description to all of these events mm-hmm. um so that you can check them out and join except for the dunedin skirmish ones i don't want you guys to enter them i want the monarchs <laughs> myself all right, no, all i want right. my first edition right, you guys got to come down we've got to leave uh we've got to leave nick with the best case chain cold foil <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should be able to get my hand on two tokens though, so that'd be good. And that would be cool, eh? Yeah. I'm looking forward to those. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I really make... wanted the coal foil ones, but I mean, I'll be happy with the rainbow foils to be honest. Yeah, yeah. So the coal foils were given out um, as part of the Rudy kits. Yeah, as, as a the Rudy promo kit, um, and I really hope that they will release them separately in the future, so that us New Zealanders can actually get them. Yeah. So, but yeah, they do look amazing. Yeah. That said, I think, um, should we move on to the next? Yeah, next so part? we'll just talk about the meta really quickly. Oh, we'll talk about the meta going, going forwards. Um, I think we're going to see, Kane, I think Kane is going to start doing very, very well, especially in Constructed and in Blitz. Yeah. I feel like Kane is is the answer yeah. to Ira. Uh, I feel like Ira has the slightly better early game, yeah. but the more the game goes on, the better the Kane yeah. gets. Yeah, I think the... the, the the chain matchup is going to be like this ramping aggro deck that just swamps your opponent yeah. in the mid game. And I think that deck, that Ira chain matchup is going to be really crucial for seeing how the meta evolves. Yeah. And the matchup is going to be interesting because it's going to be about the Ira conserving their, um, their flick flags yeah. to try and block out the chain as he's trying to play all his cards from the banish zone. Yeah. Um, and the Ira's going to try and outlast him, I think. The Ira, I think, has to play the defensive role. I think early game, they need to play as aggressive as possible. Yeah, and then well, turn three, they're just yeah. probably not going to be able to keep up. Yeah. Turn three, turn four, when your opponent is getting seven-card hands. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that matchup, um, if Chain could lock Ira out or have, like, a 60-70% win rate against Ira, I think the Blitz format's going to flip yeah. to be um, completely different. Yeah. How do you think um, Ira competes against Prism? I think is another one. Um, I think Ira probably smashes that matchup. Yeah. Just, um, she's gonna have an easier time getting. She's gonna be able to kill the Spectres easily with her Kadachis in the in the third attack. Yeah. So if something, uh, Kadachi one attack with plus one to the face, and then the third Kadachi goes at a token. I think the auras are gonna be very important for. Um, the prism in that yeah. matchup. And it's going to be hard hard for her to hold them back against the onslaught that these aggro Iras can put out yeah. um, with push the point and so on. Uh, Ira's got a lot of ways to attack for Sneaky 7 and force those tokens. So I think that matchup's going to be really hard for Prism. I think Prism's going to struggle quite a lot in Blitz just because it's um, going to be quite difficult. I think... Um, the other route that you can take her is Big Stompy, um, which is, if you're not familiar, is a go-tall deck that plays quite defensively and then looks to come back with two-card hands that are, like, fairly large attacks, like seven, eight. Um, and these decks traditionally don't do well in Blitz. Yeah. Um, so, Leap right. Year is uh, going to be a standard pick for a Big Stompy deck that isn't going to do yeah, and right. yeah. well and in we, the Blitz format itself. We haven't seen Stompy, Reinhardt, and Blitz really at all. Yeah. Doesn't mean to say Reinhardt isn't 
comparable in blitz it's just yeah not not top table to be yeah saying. yeah so, so he it does was, have a good um, matchup against Ira if they draw the right cards, but yeah. So that we've seen the Rhinars move much towards like a combo-focused gameplay yeah. with the claws. You're setting up this Blood Rush Bellow out of War turns and Bloods to really kill your opponent out, and again, you get this added benefit of um, being uh, being able to kill Kano really quickly. Yeah. So Kano turn one kills. the The issue with the big Swampy decks is that they get blocked out too easily by Ira. And you get Darchi 1, Darchi 2 to death. And that they don't put off enough pressure early game to be able to fend off Kano's turn 3, turn 2 onslaught. Yeah. With with uh, like uh, those big Swampy decks, I see a single Fork Lightning and they fall over dead. Yeah. Because they just can't, they don't block those decks as well. Yeah, correct. So, I think Prism's going to be an interesting spot. And Livia too. Yeah. I don't really quite see how a Livia Blitz competitive deck works. I think she's be a... Like a solid beat it type pick. Yeah. Um, what Un- about, unless uh, some crazy combo with something. We're missing the Nazir, but yeah. we'll get found. Uh, what about good old Bolton? Bolton? Yeah, he's the other uh, top tier pick, I think. He yeah. seems insane. <laughs> he does. I think, yeah. He puts on so much pressure. I think you might even consider like a saber, a saber weapon build, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. So the, his ability when you charge gets attacks plus one when your opponent blocks with yeah. attack action. Sabres have that ability just printed on them. So if your opponent blocks with an attack action, which a lot of these defensive heroes are playing, think of the the Iris with their all of their combo cards that get plus attack, um, plus defense, crucially yeah. from Flick Flack, are attack actions. Yeah. So if you're playing, if you've charged and you're playing Centauri Sabres, it just ignores a Flick Flack. Like, yeah. that's huge. Um, so I think he's definitely going to um, kind of take the spot that, like, the setup um, Dorinthia did in the deck. I think he's just going to be able to use Courage, Gallantry Gold, and the new Braces to block. It's just super... Wo- the yeah. new, sorry, Footwear to block. So really excited to see how he does against Ira. I think he can also put the pressure on against Kano. So I think he can put the pressure against Kano. I don't... I honestly don't think he'll do too well against Ira. I think Ira can yeah. just ignore like what he does for a turn and then t- turn the yeah. momentum the yeah. next turn very well. I think yeah. she can keep a full hand, take what he does, and deal back worse. Deal deal back more damage. Yeah, I think he. I okay. think she can. Just just through like push the points and yeah and stuff yeah through like a three card combo or four card combo. Whereas yeah. he's probably only looking at like a two card sort of yeah. mixing. I, I think. Know. Bolton actually does perform quite well off two cards, yeah. just because you you save a lot of your turns and you have the axes, so you can go, you can kind of match Ira by being axe or sorry saber saber something else. Um, once the first couple turns have passed and you've charged, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really it does take a lot of preleading charges yeah. to get there. I think, and also I just think the the blowout cards of Bolton are obscenely strong. Hmm. Uh, v for the Vanguard, as we talked about in the Blitz section, and is it Luminar Ascension? Luminar Ascension is just the cut seems huge, right? You get just plus one on everything. Gives you weapons to go again, I believe. Yeah. Oh, unless you no. attack an additional time with each of them, mm, yeah. so you just get to go super wide. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the turn you you use that. You pop your Courage of Blade Hold. You have a bunch of cards and so on. You just go yeah. kill your opponent. Um, so yeah, definitely a really exciting dynamic deck I think that's going to take to the format. Yeah. Are there any other heroes that you think might be getting some more gas? Um, Brand just looks like it would be good for uh, Ninja. Maybe. It's the one that gets the plus one to weapons. Has gold getting net on it. It's alright. I actually think it's pretty decent in Ira. Because yeah. you get to go one, four... And then if they don't block that, you get to come in with your second Kadachi for two. Yeah. So that seems pretty powerful to me. Yeah. But um, other than that, um, Nourishing Emptiness seems pretty interesting in some of the Kano builds. Yeah. So It seems like a meme, but it also seems like if you do get it, it's very pretty, well played. Pretty good, right? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of... It's kind a card that's guaranteed, like, demands a block, though, so... Well, it comes Dominate oh, in, the, yeah. in that Kano deck, so... Because you don't have any other attack actions. So you play one. Swing for six, dominated. And then they're probably not playing defensive equipment. Because you 
because you want to play your arcane damage yeah. um, prevention. So it's just five intellect, right? Which seems really good. Yeah. So, yeah, that's definitely a card to watch out for. Yeah. What do you think about Constructed? What's Constructed the same or a bit different? Things. I think it's going to be different. Um, I feel like Kane's Kane's going to be very well up there. Then you're going to be some nutty, yeah. nutty Kane's lists. And the more life he has... I think the crazier his later game turns yeah. gets. I think um, like that's going to be an interesting deck, eh? Yeah. I think you run like seventy cards, and you just you could almost play like a combo deck where you like look, look, I'm going to take ten damage, uh, for my blood debts this turn. I don't care. I'm going to kill you with fifteen cards next turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Olivia, she looks to be really good. Yeah. Very combo, I yeah. think combo heavy. I think she's going to be the new stompy queen. Yeah, big stompy deck and constructed. Just yeah, there yeah. are some prison builds I want to play with, play around with. Yeah, um, yeah. It's going to be hard to see if she, if she does. I want to try out that Luminaris build where yeah. you try and stack glistens onto one token. And yeah, keep it. yeah, yeah. I think, and then if you're playing against an ninja, you just sideboard into the other version of the deck. Yeah. Just play stompy. Yeah, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. What do you think about Bolton Constructed? I want to just turn him into a warrior. He is a warrior. Yeah, but I just want to like... You just want to play Dorinthia? I just want to go Dorinthia and then throw the Dorinthia card away and put Bolton on the field and then play. You're going to be jamming Bolton with Thornblade and Duskpath Pilgrimage yeah. to make it work. <laughs> I just I so warrior gets dust power of pilgrimage. Uh, oh, so I you're the like, one in three table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like she gets. Uh, is it plow through or second swing? Uh, I can't remember. The one that gets plus uh, three and then her next hit gets plus one. Yeah, plow through. Yeah, yeah. So I think she gets to use utilizes that pretty well. Um, yeah, yeah. card seems pretty decent. I'm not sure if it gets a slot. I think sharp and steel just. Has that slot down, just because yeah. of how efficient that card is. But I think Dusk Dusk still gets a slot though. Dusk is an interesting card, eh? Yeah. Like so, super interesting. Yeah. And I can either see it go two ways: either that card is insane, and it just makes it into every warrior deck, or it never gets played in its trash. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not sure which one it is. Um, and it reminds me it's a lot of Nature's Path Pilgrimage, which has been a very meta-dependent card. Yeah. So at the moment, I don't think it's seen much play. Yeah, Na- Nature's Path Pilgrimage is not a card at the moment, just because um, the Warrior decks at the moment are very focused on attack reactions and going over the top and not playing any attack actions. Yeah. Whether in the past, when mid-range dash was a thing in the Arcane Rising meta, Nature's Path Pilgrimage was a really popular red and blue because yeah. you're playing a lot of attack actions like E-Strike, Life for Life, and Scarf of Scars, yeah. um, as well as buffs. So that card is really meta-dependent on what type of warrior deck you want to play. Yeah. Um, and I wonder if Dust Path Pilgrimage will be similar. But yeah. Um, yeah. You know, really interesting cards coming out. Yeah. Leave your top tier. Leave you a top tier or a riot? Yeah, I'm worried that she's going to end up in this too hard to play basket. I I feel like she's not. I feel like she's not. I feel like we're overcomplicating it at the moment, and once mm. someone figures it out, or yeah. once we figure it out, it'll be mm. it'll be a fluid play that has a game plan that you know, like yeah. every turn. Yeah, so I feel like Kane. I think Kane's going to get solved pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, there's going to be slight variations on what you're doing, but I think people are going to jam onto the, the super aggro or the super combo deck. And I think he's going to be the most choice-wide deck, better. though. Mm. There's just so many ways you can go with that yeah. deck. Uh, there's a yeah. lot of cards that are Runeblade that you can throw into, uh, into Viserai as, as well. well. That and makes Viserai a lot more talk, interesting. Talking about Viserai, Viserai reminds me a lot of these new Monarch heroes where he's really different... Um, has an entirely new mechanic of being arcane and physical. Um, and when the, when he first came out, people tried him, but they didn't really get him. And he yeah. kind of got put in the in the too hard basket yeah. and left there. And people tried to tried to play him. Um, Kieran played him at a road to Nats in Wellington at the yeah. double header, and he said the deck was incredibly difficult to play. Um, 
And that man was, was very exhausted. I remember yeah. like talking to him after the like third and fourth round. That man was very exhausted. Yeah. His, all of his games, I believe, went to time. Yeah. And it was just like so much force thinking. Yeah. Um, so. Um, no time to get away to eat. No time to go to the toilet. No time to get a drink. It's, yeah. Sounds sound like a pretty full on event for him. Yeah. But yeah, I think that. And, and since the Invisor has been more played with and the consensus is that he just wasn't quite there. Yeah. But I'm worried that some of these new Monarch heroes will end up kind of a similar way. I think Levia kind of might fall into that basket, which she's really got quite a lot going on between the yeah. the discarding, the banishing, um, and the, the blood debt dealing damage to you. I think there's a lot going on, and Stompy decks can be quite hard to work out just because they're not super aggressive tempo-wise. They can tend to fall behind. Yeah. So... Definitely, and definitely an interesting one. What about your favorite hero of all time, Ranger? Tell me. Tell me. Constructive wise, how's it going to go? Ranger got nothing. <laughs> Ranger got nothing. Um, poor Ranger. Uh, I mean, people talk about Memorial Ground, but you know, every other deck plays cards that do things. You don't want to play a card that does nothing just so another card can be yeah. slightly better. I don't know. Yeah. Just stinks of playing bad cards to try and make a bad thing slightly better. Yeah, it does. Just, like, Memorial Grounds, if you don't know, is a card that lets you put an attack action um, card from your graveyard on top of your deck so that you can then dominate it with a Zalian Swing. But shouldn't that just be on an arrow? Like, shouldn't there just be a four-on attack card that, if it hits, put an attack action card from... Yeah, I feel like it should just be... And then have go again? Like, couldn't that just be a Majestic? Give give Ranger something good. Don't... Stop giving them scraps. (laughs) Because... Nah, who cares? Man, when Rangers got a, excited about that Memorial Grounds, I was like, man, it's kind of a bit sad getting so excited over just a yeah. plainly bad card. Um, so, yeah. What about Bravo? What about Bravo? All right. We got Iron Hide Leagues. Iron Hide Leagues. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, Mage Master Boots is fun. Unless you block even extra but, higher because um, yeah. Staunch Response costs two. So if you pitch a blue, you use your Ironhide legs and um, block um, with your Storm's response. You can block up to nine that way. Yeah. Also, Ironhides uh, work super, super well with um, Forge for War. Yeah. Like, even better than the the Arcane um, equipment did. So Forge for War... I feel War, like that's the way to beat Dash for them. This maybe. Set. It is iron, Ironhide armored with yeah. uh, Forge for War. So the way Forge for War works is a yellow aura, and when it's in play, you play it, and then it destroys itself on your next turn. But during your opponent's turn, your equipment all have plus one defense. Yeah. So if your cards don't defend or don't normally defend, it means they don't have battle worn or bat- battle break on them. So you can just defend with them as much as you like. Yeah. Providing your opponent resets the combat chain. So you can, and Dash likes to reset the combat chain. So Dash swings in for three, you have your Forge for War in play, you can just block three, block three. Yeah. So there's definitely an interesting way to play. Um, I think the Ironhide Boots, you probably still want to play Mage Masters. You probably do, but I think uh, when you look at the maybe Bravo v Bravo matchup where you do need an extra bit of defense. I think even in that matchup, just the life gain from Tama Fiendal puts you slightly ahead. Yeah. But yeah, definitely an interesting decision there to be made. And maybe there are definitely matchups where you don't play the Tama Fiendal. So having an alternative, like in a, in a ninja matchup on, and stuff, I think is quite good. Yeah. But yeah. Talking about Bravo, should we move on to our card of the week? Uh, yes, let's move on to the card of the week. So, this, so, would you like to introduce the card? The card of the week that I have chosen this week. Yeah, so I chose last week, Art of War. Yeah. And um, then he like sucked it onto me this week. He was like, oh, I did it last week. It's, it has yeah, to be yeah, my turn Yeah, you've got to choose. And this I decided... Collaboration. I decided we'll do, do a Monarch card that might not be seen as much love as I think it should be. Uh, I think it's a great card that's slightly being overlooked at the moment, but... I think it's designed super well as well. Yeah. So really interesting card. The card is Rouse the Ancients. It's a cost three, uh, blue, majestic, that blocks for two, but it has zero attack. Because its effect reads, as an additional cost to play Rouse the Ancients, you may reveal any number of attack action cards from your hand with 13... Or more total attack. 
If you do, Rouse the Ancient gains plus 7 and go again. Now, I think this card is a great card for Bravo. I think uh, this is a card you set up. This is the card you Arsenal in Bravo, and yeah. then next turn uh, you get a swing twice. Yeah, this 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 is like one of those cards where you double back and go, oh, it's not a class card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's very interesting that it's not actually a Guardian card, because it very easily could be. Yeah. So we'll see in some play in other classes later, but this card is not so bravo. Yeah. Um, so you can reveal a Crippling Crush and any blue Guardian attack, and that gets us over the top. Yeah. And then you can come in for the seven with it and then come in for six with your hammer and then arsenal your crippling crush <laughs> it seems super good um well you know so we, the thing is is you have seismic surge token yeah you have this and arsenal you have three blues and crippling crush yeah pitch the blue play rouse the ancients reveal your blue and crippling crush yeah pitch two blues crippling crush for 11 you just yeah. gone from seven go again and then 11 yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. If you're lucky enough to draw this card. I, I mean, just, I just you're, you're, you're making seismic surge tokens most of your turn. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is a card that you see in your hand, you block with the other three or whatever you need yeah. to block with, you arsenal it, and then you wait, right? Yeah. Because you're not really going to play the Crypt and Clash unless you have yeah. uh, blues anyway. I do I do think this and card... the deck is 70% blues, so, yeah. or 60-something percent I blues. I do think this card falls into sideboard territory a little bit, though, because of the, the two-block um and i think there's going to be matchups where you really don't want it just because the um like the effect is okay on like the first turn but after that um like against some of the more aggressive decks you're you're not keeping your hand it's a little bit i think against aggressive it's not doing too well against control it does very well against control this is going to be one of the cards that helps you crack um dash open yeah helps you crack the the mirror open yeah this card can be huge in the mirror like, you get that turn where you get to, to do this and Crypt and Crush, you get to do this and Arsenal and Crypt and Crush. That's a big power play. And I think yeah. it really puts you ahead. Well, you're doing this and you're probably swinging for your hammer, at least. And if you're swinging yeah. with your hammer, you're guaranteeing your 13, hammer is six. It's that's, 13, a, that's a 13 damage turn. And then you get Arsenal, Crypt and Crush. So it's going to be yeah. Crypt and Crush, sorry. Yeah. It's going to be a good turn. Yeah. And this this is... <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's not a Bravo card. So we can actually play this in other decks too. So yeah. um, it can see play. I reckon it can see play in Prism. Probably not so much, but it definitely could see play in Prism. Actually, there are think a lot it's of high White could in Prism. It depends how much that deck decides to play yellow cards instead. Yeah. I think. Um, it also can. It could see play in Livia. I don't want it in Livia, but it could see play in Livia. Yeah, I think it's um, like potentially goes into those big stompy decks, yeah. like like Reinar and Livia. Yeah, but yeah, you don't want to you don't want it to be one of your banished cards, eh? You want to yeah. get those six power banish. Um, and I also think, um, you know, could it be the return of Pummel Ninja for the for the meme decks. If you're play, playing four card hands, just mm. this might be one of the best blues um, for Pummel that deck. Ninja. So, so if you don't know, um, uh, Liam down here likes to play a ninja variant occasionally. And it's a, it's a bit of a meme deck, but it plays pummels um, and, like, the hijab combo line. So you're basically looking to really punish your opponent with these massive attacks after your dachi dachis. And it's quite difficult to block. And I think this card might just shoo into there. Um, it'd be a bit of a meme, but it'd be pretty funny to pummel this in an ninja deck. <laughs> so... Yeah, I believe yeah. I played it at one point and then double pummeled a surging strike against someone, and it was just like <laughs> it just feels man. rude. Oh my god! Pitch yeah. swing of Kadashi, play surging yeah. strike. Uh, we have to have any reactions? On... No. Oh, okay. We pummel. We we'll have to have him talk about the deck because the deck is like it's some of the most powerful turns in the game, where your opponent goes, "It's ninja. I normally would block, but I'm not going to block this turn, so I can do my ultra powerful thing with my hand." And then the ninja makes you discard cards. Like, that's illegal. <laughs> I discard cards. You discard cards. I draw cards. Sometimes yeah. they see the surging strike and they're like, ah, oh, I'm going to, I'm just going to block two against that. And they go, yeah. all right. And then you go, pummel? And they're like, <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> over? No, this isn't good. I only have two cards in my hand. And yeah. then you go, I'm not going to be able to block that while I'm in Gus Wave. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, 
that's straying into meme territory. Yeah, but, it's straight into meme territory, but yeah, that's that's not going to make top tables. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll eat my words if it no, does. No, but not this not this format anyway. I don't think. Yeah, I think this deck has this card has a lot of potential for um, other um, heroes as well. Uh, Viserai, if you're building like a stompy Viserai, then there's there's like a nine power card in Viserai that can help turn this on. Uh, and also just heroes in the future, any heroes with yeah. big attacks are going to take advantage of Rouse, Rouse the Ancients. So, yeah, definitely a card to watch out for, keep an eye on. Yeah, correct. Very correct. Anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? Um, I want Monarch Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> Please! It's coming, Hurry. it's coming. It's coming. I mean... <sighs> We gotta get some packs open so we get more content. I want, to, I want to, I want to crack packs. I just want to crack. Packs. Hopefully, next episode should be the Monarch podcast. We actually have Monarch packs. in our possession. We can start building and testing and and getting some more proven decks to you guys, other than just Cracking speculation. Packs. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I think next week we're gonna try to try to have something a bit different going on, on the side in in, in yeah. this one. We can't um, can't promise it. I can't uh, promise that. Oh. We are looking to have a, a third person on here. Yeah. Someone um, to give us uh, their experience, their thoughts for the meta. Um, yeah. So that, that well should be quite a trait. Can't, yeah. can't promise it yet because there's some technical um, doodads Aspects, yeah. and, and machinery that we have to work out. But yeah. But yeah. Hope, but, hopefully, yeah hopefully there'll be a third journey here next, yeah. next episode. So that's really exciting. Um, yeah. And as always... Um, if you got any feedback, make sure to leave a like or or a, a dislike comment. or a comment. Some comments um, would be good. I'd, some, I'd, I'd like to comments. hear what people. Yeah, think. we we um, we really appreciate any comments. Constructive feedback. Way. I like constructive feedback. Yeah, uh, so we definitely feedback. try and try and improve every episode and, and yeah. make it better than the last. Um, yeah, so yeah. definitely want this podcast to be something that we can improve on as yeah. we go along. So yeah. Um, Thanks for joining us, yeah. and I'm sure we'll be on YouTube. Um, there'll be a link on the Facebook page at some point, and uh, Spotify as well. Yep, yep. Make sure to subscribe. That we've been like the art of war. We've been the art of war. And um, th thanks. from from Dice Jar. Thanks for coming. Thanks. See ya. Yeah.